This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Highway on my podcast with Rocky Mayur and Abhinandan. We're back. We're hungry. And we are on Highway on my podcast with the two biggest men in Indian food and travel, Rocky and Mayur. Oh! Also joining us is Prashant Sareen, producer Hi. director extraordinaire. And Hello. my name is Abhinandan Sekri. And today we are heading out on the verdant, beautiful highways of Uttarakhand, my home state, where I'm from, although I don't have a house there anymore, but I will always consider it my home state. And at least for me, my favorite drive across the country was in Uttarakhand. On that note, I shall quickly tell you, it is not going to be possible to wrap everything up in this one episode because it's Hardwar, Rishikesh, Landor, Masuri, Dehradun, Nilghat, Kartgodam, Jim Corbett Park, Nainital, Ranikhet, Majkali, Kasoni, Rudraprayagal, Moda, Champawat, Jhaltola, and a whole bunch of other places that I haven't even named. So as you can imagine, one hour is not going to be enough to wrap all that in. But we'll try to do the best we can. And if I may suggest, big guys, can we start with Dehradun? Because it is my favorite town, yes, city. Yes, we can. Wide. But what a list of names to rattle off, man. We've really traveled through Uttarakhand. You know, and the great part is that there aren't so many roads in Uttarakhand. Once you're on a road, the road just goes from point A to point B with a few little roads leading off. So it's magnificent. No matter where you go, you end up coming across a lot of places, which is what we did. But uh, Abhinandan is not the only one with the connection from Dehradun. I have a very deep connection from Dehradun. So Dehradun is sort of my hometown as well, partially. At least it's my father's wannabe hometown. He had bought a piece of land there in 1965 and he wanted to settle down in Dehradun after he retired. Uh, of course, sadly, we lost him in the war in 1971. But, uh, uh, you know, that piece of land was still there for the longest time. It is the quintessential Fauji retirement. That is where my father retired after retiring from Fauji. It, it used to be the quintessential Fauji town. Unfortunately, it is not. Well, I, I also have a connection to Dehradun, as does Mayur. Though not in the way that you guys have it. I mean, you're provincial boys, you know, the small town boys. This whole nation is our city. It's our backyard. It's our home. You know, but unlike, unlike you, Dehradun boys. Dehradun walas. Dehradun walas. Yeah, Dehradun was my backyard right now because isn't it coming near lychee season? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, imagine a few lychee trees right Dehradun. in your backyard. Oh. oh, what a lovely, what a lovely fruit is, you know, and the, and the Dehradun of old is, was an absolutely spectacular place. In the 60s, 70s, 80s, even 90s, Dehradun was this disciplined, polite, nice, simple, easy Beautiful city with, with nice, happy people. And then and towards... everyone walking everywhere. Yeah? I mean, everyone I remember walking. when I go to Dehradun now, it's so strange to see walls between the road and the home. Otherwise, yeah. there would be the lawn, there'd be a bush, and there'd be the road. Yeah. There was no wall between road and home. There was just a shrub around till your knees. I no, mean, completely. Can... It's, it's now, it's, now it's a big city. Yeah? Now it's a big city. I mean, everybody knew everybody at once upon a time. So when I was a young teenager, up to no goods, Everybody knew who to complain to. My mom knew everything I was doing in Dehradun, which was very disturbing for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> for your so mom especially. Yeah. So let's let's start with the part of Dehradun that is still untouched. I think it's the only part of Dehradun that is exactly the way I remember it, which is the Indian Military Academy. For those of you who don't know, every officer that serves the Indian Army is commissioned out of the Indian Military Academy where he earns his pips. So we shot there extensively. We did a whole bunch of stuff. We saw the training. 
and some of our most beautiful pictures have been taken by Prashant that I may act as one of me at Chetwood Hall, eh, na? am I getting the name right? Yes, it's Chetwood Hall. Which has a plaque that says, The honor of my nation comes first, the safety of my men comes second, and my own safety comes third and last every time, or something of that sort. Yes, correct. I mean, this is, it's a legendary institute. You know, it's, if, if we're going to sit down and think about one of the only institutions that actually worked in this country and worked flawlessly till, you know, now it's not so flawless, but, you know, having said that, it is still probably the finest institution in all of India. And it still works better than almost any other institution in this country has ever done. And uh, the result was that we had strong borders and we had great security. And hats off to the Indian Army. They really make a go of things. I mean, incredible. And they learn it all at the IMA. So, uh, Prashant, you want to tell us what you remember of that? Boss, before you, the Chetwood motto is... The safety, honor, and welfare of your country comes first, always and every time. The honor, welfare, and comfort of the men you command come next. Your own ease, comfort, and safety come last, always and every time. And this is by Field Marshal Philip Chetwood. Oh, fantastic. And today, in today's politics, the Chetwoodian oath has been completely turned around. Number one, (laughs) only my safety and my benefit comes first. Then it is my men. The third is first. The yeah. second is second and the first is third. First is third. A slight change. But it's such a simple, some, such a simple motto. I mean, if you, if you just live by it, it would be such a nice world. And especially the leadership, you know, if, if, because this is really about how leaders should act, right? I mean, you're commanding men in battle and they're willing to lay their life for you. And this is how you should sort of look at them. And right. uh, I think it was it was a very inspiring place, you know, and and the fact that when you go into an army establishment and they welcome you with open arms and they just lay it out for you. I mean, you expect yeah, man. so little, but they give you so much and so willingly and with such open arms and, you know, with love and sort of transparency out there, you can talk to them, you can argue with them. In fact, we witnessed one very interesting debate, debate that yes. was happening that evening yes. in, in, in the auditorium, which was about allowing women and this is into the years army back. this is almost this about 8 9 years back 10 years yeah, back yeah. 10 years, yeah, 10 years back and, and the score de- in that debate i remember was 998 to 2 yeah and the debate <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe but the fact that there were people willing to debate on that side with the debate was right. basically should women be allowed in the combat uh, roles in the, in the combat roles you know right and it was you know it was debated so passionately by the side that was supporting that proposition you know, it's amazing when you know that 99% of the hall will probably be against it. But and actually, I don't know about that, you know, because there was some, you know, uh, IMA commander's wife saying, but yeah, no one lays it out like the forge. Hmm. The food and the party at night, no one does that better. Mayur, uh, you really dressed up, I remember, at night. You were looking quite the dapper when you went for that cocktails in the lawn of that, I think he was the IMA commander. At his home, the, the bit where we went. And we talked about that dinner which we went to. I mean, that, you know, yeah, that, that crown, know, whatever they had, the bada khana. Uh. And the whole pomp and show and, you know, those young cadets, you know, making, I mean, actually sitting down on the same table as the, as the commandant and enjoying the meal. No, it's, it's fantastic. You know, there are, there are some things that people don't realize about men in uniform, men and women in uniform. Number one, just to put my position clear on where I stand on whether women should be allowed into combat roles or not. Nobody's daddy can tell anyone who can fight and give their lives for their country. If it's a man or a woman or anything else in the world that wants to fight and die for their country or wants to defend the honor of their country, who are you to stop them here? No one. So women want to be in combat roles. 
absolutely most welcome. They should be fit and strong and ready to and willing to be fighting for the country. And if they are, that's great. But the great part about the, an institution like the army and the reason why they have such great things happening there is because, you know, you, you take the cutlery at the dinner we went to. That cutlery is from, is from the 1950s. It has been polished and cleaned and maintained for over 50 years. So they don't really need to spend any money on it. It's still there. It's beautiful cutlery. It's from a time gone by. It must have been expensive at the time it was bought. But it's been there since 1950s. Uh, I mean, since since the 1950s. And Probably nobody's stolen it. as much now with all the polishing. Chimka, 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 chimka. No, no, no. It's, it's there. But I'm saying nobody's stolen it. Nobody's misplaced it. Nobody's thrown it anywhere. And that's why it's still there. We, 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 we tried, but never mind. <laughs> You do that, you don't get greeted with open arms like Prashant said, you get greeted with loaded arms. <laughs> but Mayo, what was your favorite part of the IMA trip? Yeah, if 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 my memory serves correct, this is where we had uh, the traditional where was it an officer or the cadet? He came and uh, one of the enlisted men came and played the bagpipes and then he's offered a, a complimentary drink. drink from the commandant and he walks in there and he takes his, his shot of rum. Was that here? Yes, that was also here. It was also with the commandos, but it was also here. So I remember he came in playing the bagpipes. That was, yeah. I really enjoyed that. So uh, I would highly recommend if you can, uh, you know, get a tour of what it's like. I think it would fill your heart with pride to see the kind of training the cadets do. I was completely blown away with the with the fact that the first years everybody has a bicycle in IMA because getting from one place to the other requires. They a cycle. don't get to ride it. But the first years are not allowed to sit on the cycle. They either have to carry it or they have to roll it along. Mostly carry it on their backs. Jog so that is that's the kind of fitness they they put in you. You know they take a guy off the streets and they turn him into an officer and a gentleman and such a invincible sort of force and energy and filled with positivity. And that is the great part about the institution of the armed forces, their dedication to the constitution of India and their dedication to their men and to the Chetwodian oath and the country is completely above all. And for any debates on the army and what the army's role is and what they should do, they should continue to serve the, the constitution of India and they should continue to follow the Chetwodian oath of honoring their men and their country before themselves. And any any other debate, I think, is pointless. The one sign that I really liked, when we went, they were making these new hostels for the cadets, living arrangements. And in one of the old ones, there's this big plaque, which is Indian Army Code of the Warrior. It says, God, give me the strength to ask nothing of you. And I have put that actually on my laptop screensaver. Wow. So, wow. Uh, anyone else has anything to say? I, I may, because as you guys saw the list, we will not even be able to cover half of it. Should we drive? Should we... Pull out of the outgate of FRI, turn left and head towards uh, Ghantaghar or Elora's or where do you want to well, go, Mayush? Before you enter, you can uh, go past on the highway to uh, to Dehradun, to the Stallion College of Engineering. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yes, I'll never forget yeah. that. Yeah, because where we had that lovely sequence and we found this very unique plant and then we had lots of conversations around, around it. Uh, yes. Do you remember? Was, was it a domesticated plant, Rocky, or what was it? No, no. I think it was uh, just some weed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. it, I it was it very nice in a pot. No, no. It, yes. it can't be. It was not a potted plant. It has nothing to do with pot at all. It was just a weed, and uh, leaves. you know. And yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I could have told you more, but you know, I was just feeling so happy being there. I was kind of high. And is that where we also met a bomb? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you because it's, it's all a little cloudy right now, you know, I, I'm not clear, but I was very hungry, I remember that, I like incredible munchies. <laughs> so, so just before you actually get into that, there's this, of course, now that green stretch is becoming smaller and smaller, earlier when I was a you know, young boy, it used to be a very vast green stretch, now there are colleges and buildings and colonies that have come up there, but you just see acres of weed growing. Not that we recommend you should smoke weed or go there, but I'm just saying there's acres of it growing there. I mean, organic, not, not weed. Organic. It's, like, it's like bhang, yeah. It's bhang, really. It's not good stuff. I mean, these are weeds, yeah. You mean weeds. Literally. Yeah, useful uh. weeds, huh? Remember, we had bhang ki chutney in many places. We'll talk about right, that. Right, in the hills, yes. That's... Uttarakhand is the home of bhang, basically. It's everywhere in the hills. So, um, Dehradun also is uh, home to my school. Uh, and we also shot there. We won't talk much about that. I will tell you that in the school. I will I will tell you in the newsletter what yes. uh, my young friends here did. Of course, the piece two camera they were doing. I said, and this school has given birth to many accomplished people like Rajiv Gandhi, uh, Ramchandra Guha, Pranoy Roy, Vikram Seth, Amitabh Ghosh. And then suddenly I knew they'd do something weird. And then they had fixed <laughs> up with the cameraman. Suddenly they charged and I was like, what the fuck are they going? And then they caught all to me and this man also. And they just basically. Listen, you're one, of the, you're one of the greats. Don't, don't sell yourself short, Abhinandan. You are one of the greatest to ever come out of Dune School. We are completely backing you on that one. Choti hai, par bahut moti hai. But boys, Elora's kaisa tha? Too bad you're not from the Stallion College of Engineering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that would have been really good because I remember Mayur was talking about his girlfriend Joanna and we were trying to figure out if he had um, uh, married Joanna and he was like, what? Marry Joanna? No, I didn't marry Joanna. <laughs> I, I, have the, I have the link that that is up there. Uh, the This little link will be a real funny watch. We, we can put it in the newsletter. It's up there in smoke. <laughs> By the way, you know what? What uh, I found, I, I don't know whether this boy was just being a usual Sadawa self. So this guy I met from Dune, he said, Sir, I remember when you'd come to shoot there. I said, dude, I was blown away by the food because when I was in school, mm. like, you know, you'd get two pieces of paneer, one sadawa piece of chicken, like, you hardly got anything. I said, you guys get unlimited cutlets, unlimited eggs, unlimited, you know, when we shot at that dining hall, that was hardly a boarding school dining hall. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty fabulous. He said, no, sir, you know, just because you had come there, serve that. Otherwise, they don't serve that. I was like, dude, I you see. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. You never know. So we are preparing the leadership. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we. I, I always say, you know, in India, we're very rhino-critical because we don't have hippos in India. We've been hypocritical. <laughs> so, <laughs> but whatever critical we are is very large. So we are like very large hypocrites all the way from the top to the bottom. I mean, <laughs> there is no other country that is as anti-sex and has as much sex as India does. At 1.3 billion people who've got here through sex, we are completely <laughs> against it at every level. So you can imagine how rhino-critical we are. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think we're against it. The only challenge is that there's not enough peacocks with their tears. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Mayur Asu is saying that. Asu wale mor. Mayur is saying that because Mayur means peacock and all he wants is for girls to come and lick the tears out of his eyes and get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this in case you're wondering what this is, this is in reference to a... High court judge from Rajasthan. He must be really has, high. <laughs> who had said that you uh, get pregnant. What did he say? That when, uh, yeah, sorry, peacocks, as the national bird cannot be insulted. It's such a beautiful bird. It doesn't even have sex to procreate. 
it uh, gets pregnant when the fem- the peahen drinks the tears of the peacock right yes. that was his theory that was his theory Metaphorically, I mean, he went tears. Okay, we're going into that wrong. No, <laughs> I mean, this could, go, this could, this could, this could, this could just sort of go into that stallion college of engineering I would, playground. I would love to hear the metaphor that you're trying to explain. Yes, I would there was a metaphor. <laughs> how? What does? How does the? What does the Morni drink again? What is she? How do you explain that? The I metaphor? will explain it to you. <laughs> बच्चों की बात नहीं है बड़ों की बात है बात बताओ तो अभी बच्चों की बात करते हैं एलोराजी So the Qualtoff was eternally famous, but then the quality restaurant shut down. But Elora's used to make the other, and across the road, a place called Kumar's yeah. used to make uh, also make Qualtoffs. But uh, and 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 the Kumar's are now just absolutely incredible. Yeah. But they're still called Qualtoffs for some reason. Yes, they're they're still called. Kum- they should be called Kumtoffs, but they're still <laughs> called Qualtoffs. You know, I know a- anyone coming from Dehradun. My brother-in-law is in the army. He was posted there. So every time he would come from Dehradun, he would bring you know boxes of cookies and those hard fudge kind of thing, those jawbreaker sort of things yeah, that they make, that's right? The ones. And uh, stick jaws. yeah, stick jaws, stick jaws. Yeah. But other than that, I, mean, I went to Alora, but it was just like a small town bakery. Yeah. Shut up! Oh, How dare you? Death How good you say that? Tubara, Tubara. The lemon, the lemon custard of the lemon tart is very nice. It's nice and tangy and all, but you know the pastry is kind of yeah. But but the point is, and... you're a Maoist sympathizer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now, now the quality is has remained the same. But you know, now you get really good desserts all exactly. over the country. But imagine if eating this 40 years ago 40 when years ago, exactly. was a young man in school. That's my point. You know, yeah. you get so much. यार टीरामिसु क्या होता है मुझे तो 10-15 साल पहले पता चला कि ऐसी कोई चीज भी होती है मतलब आजकल थियोस है ये है वो है लेकिन यार 40 साल पहले द काइंड ऑफ स्टफ दैट दे यूज्ड टू हैव आई डोंट थिंक एनी प्लेस इन द कंट्री हैड दैट काइंड ऑफ स्टफ बट आल्सो आई लाइक द फैक्ट दैट दे हैव यू नो द पोर्शन साइज इज वेरी सेंसिबल यार या नॉट बैड सिटीज लाइक दिल्ली एंड मुंबई एंड दिस काइंड ऑफ प्लेसेस आई मीन इट्स मेड फॉर स्कूल बॉयज टू स्टफ इनटू देयर हंगरी माउथ्स यार आई मीन दैट्स परफेक्ट मैन इट्स जस्ट परफेक्ट यू नो द पोर्शन साइज इज जस्ट परफेक्ट as opposed to like spending 300 bucks on a slice of pastry and then having to struggle over it yeah but that's still the legendary place if you go to dehradun there is a place called ghantaghar right next to ghantaghar you have a sweet shop and that's kumars is it what's the sweet shop kumars, called that's right that's yeah, right kumars, kumars kumars it's called kumars and they used to have incredible golgappas and and uh, 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 rasmalai and oh, yeah, the rasmalai i remember yeah. yes they had amazing rasmalai and kumars used to be the place and then you would start from there and then mm. go forward and get to qualities and get the toffees and then go to eloras and get the rusks and the rusks was like the big thing they were fantastic are abhi to gurgaon mein bhi milte hain dehradun ke mashhoor rusks i mean ah, hey. dehradun written yeah. on it yeah so hey, then then i am confused what is the name of that place across the road from qualities uh, across standard. the road ha huh? standard sorry standard. standard bakery i was saying kumar's kumar's the sweet shop standard kumar is yeah kumar's sweet shop is next to ghantaghar right. and standard is you know near ashley yeah, and at kumar's we had that now they had that beautiful loki ka laddu yeah 
uh, and then it was like they had cardamom and clove and cinnamon and stuff in there and stuff. And they still had their uh, different flavors of milkshakes. I think they had whatever yes. fresh food is available. And Dehradun is, Dehradun is lovely because you never had any public transport earlier. You used to have these big scooters called Vikrams that yeah. you could sit in the back. And then if you jump onto it at Ghantaghar and carry on to uh, for about 12 kilometers down the road towards Rajpur, you would come to where I grew up and my holiday home used to be. <laughs> Tears in my eyes. And there's a lovely Buddhist monastery there. In fact, this is one of the earliest settlements of the Tibetans, you know, when they actually came. So one of the oldest settlements of the Tibetan refugees in the country is actually in Dehradun. And they have a beautiful monastery there. Yeah, and there's a very large colony of, of the Tibetan refugees over there. My house is very close to that. Very, very close. So like 500 meters from there. And then you drive up for another half an hour and you reach the hill station of Masuri. So... Uh, <laughs> Rose restaurant that Sardarji who's been doing pakoras from when Rocky Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes. That's a very famous wale, pakoda. Rajpur Wale Sardarji. man, and he was still there, and there was still a there were two places where there was a huge crowd even now. One was this pakoda guy at Rajpur, and there was a Alupuri guy right next to the temple where we went. That uh, that was uh, Chetan Puriwala. Yes. Very small, narrow place, right opposite yes. a beautiful mandir. Then we got th- thrown out of there because we were like taking up too much space. Outside with his Loki ki sabsi and yes. chana and batus. But where was Lee's kitchen? Lee's kitchen was cut. Ah, yeah, we okay. haven't got that, but we are on the way to Masuri. And, and when you go, you have two choices. You can either take a left and go by the road, which is known as the Rajpur Bypass. Or you can go to the village, small village of Rajpur, which nobody does anymore. But in the old days, that used to be the favorite road. Or you can go to Rajpur. And in Rajpur is the Sadardi's, Sadarji's uh, pakora shop. And he does a beautiful pakoda. He almost, he makes this alu mush with like onions and green chilies and masalas and uh, amchur and hing and it's really nice. And then he dips that mush into a batter and gives you this round, almost like a vada pao ka vada wala pakoda he gives you. Which is like really delicious, man. (laughs) 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 Pakoda! And then, of course, a very short distance away, like 20 kilometers, 22 kilometers from there, is the little town of Missouri. Not Mississippi, Missouri, but Missouri. But we have too much to do because I don't want to not do Rani Khet, although it's not exactly the queen of the hills. But I remember one of our most wonderful night stays was there. Where we had breakfast overlook, you know, the, the, the those mountains. Entire mountain range. And there was an abbot. What was that? Uh, the place where we had lunch it was really freezing. I have photographs of us, the four of us sitting there on the bench where we did the recreation of the mountains. Oh, this is uh, Holmes Holmes Farm, which is in uh, Rani Khet, just just above Rani Khet. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a beautiful was... old bungalow from the British era. But anyway, we we'll get to that. So, so Masuri is was the place to go when I was young, where we used to go fairly regularly. And what I love about Masuri is, it still has that chick chocolate, it has that omelette guy, it has the same stuff, and I never get tired of going to this place. The only thing that breaks my heart is that Dehradun is not the Dehradun I remember. And you won't believe it, I still dream of Dehradun when I go to sleep very often of how it used to be. But uh, Mayur, you tell me, what do you like most about Masuri? One of my nicest memories... uh... Uh, Masuri is that actually going to that lovely omelette center. Mm. He told us his whole little trick. He said, I make this omelette. He, he had this sign up that said the best omelette in India. And he said, Mere omelette omelette. And then he had a sign that said only kids because on Sundays between like, I think 12 yeah. and 4 or whatever, 
only school kids would go there and all and he would even tell them if you don't have the money don't pay for it if you have you pay for it and he made this really nice masala omelet with pieces of bread in it and yeah. the, remember it is we were doing this home fans thing and one of our home fans he came from delhi he recommended to us he studied there whatever he came from delhi he couldn't get a bus t- ticket last minute he sat on the roof of the bus and he came just to like come and meet us and eat a lovely omelet with us but i was How blown beautiful. away by a lovely omelet because i thought it was a fib that you know he has this thing that he'll only feed children because there's a huge crowd there so on sundays he says i don't want to feed anybody else it's just for the kids i was blown away man he was an amazing guy no he was and he's been there forever and that's why people love him so much and he's a really really nice guy i mean we i remember him ever since i was a kid i mean he's been there for the longest time ever but uh, but the one that i really love i mean my favorite place in mussoorie is the chick chocolate there that is mm. a legendary essential the quintessential pahadi sweet shop here and right opposite it just like 10 yards ahead across the road is the view point where you could sit on these three benches and look out on the dehradun light so you could see all of dehradun lit up you know just 20 kilometers away below you and chick chocolate used to give you hot chocolate and there with little marshmallows in it didn't they huh? there a little chocolate fountain yeah that they've got now but in the old days you know they used to have the kalimpong lollipop there mm. which was unbelievable Softy. they used uh, the softies yeah. yeah man and the hot chocolates yeah oh why don't you get softies in delhi yeah why i mean i think you do why is it such a big deal but i i remember by the last time that we went to masuri i mean we went there several times during many of the shows we shot by the last time i went i had already been diagnosed with diabetes and that was one place where i said forget it <laughs> i had softy i had everything i said i'll just take two bloody more genuits tonight but i just went at it that day what a meal no, the only time is. you said god bless big farmer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no that it is you know and, and the guys the guy at chick chocolate still he was there man he was still amazing. maintains his uh, coffee bottles yeah those small coffee bottles that used to serve cold yeah. coffee in he still got those same bottles and that's the beauty of this place is like the it's timeless here and naresh the guy who runs it i mean he's been there again ever since i was a small boy i remember him and uh, he was used to be just the nicest guy always and incredible chocolates and i mean you've got to go to chick chocolate if you go to masuri it's like it's part of the masuri legend and prashant your favorite memory of masuri my favorite of masuri is actually landor <laughs> yes and what a what a sunset yeah. remember when yeah. when i had dinner at that wood fired oven yeah devdar woods yeah it was beautiful and there's a lovely i went there about 3 years back you know the corner just when you come up this steep slope and you mm. come up to this place the, the, there was a little structure on the left hand side and on the right hand side right of that road you have the church and next to the church you have those char dukan yes and this structure has a parking lot at, at the top and below that they've turned that into a lovely restaurant here which has the most amazing view overlooking the entire valley so oh, great nice. place to hang out very nice food you know excellent um, thin crust pizzas and things like that, that they have a uh, really nice place to hang yeah, out very fact, good coffee there are lots of good co- cafes that have come up you know uh, there's a mud cup cafe which is on the way from uh, from masuri to landor Uh, very very good coffee yeah, so and tons of tons of new uh, cafes yeah. now because that the school crowd is not going away you know and yeah. now with their travels and the expectations are higher so i suspect if we go back there now just the quality of the food and the coffee and stuff you'll get now will be even better much, yeah, uh, i spent time in landor it's a lovely place i mean you know it's it's quiet it's away from the madding crowds and it's it, i mean the views that you get from that thandi sadak which overlooks the hills is just so spectacular 
I mean, it's just. A- and is that place still there, boys? If you've gone there recently, where we had the wood fire, because it wasn't really a restaurant; it was an old bungalow that had been turned into a pizza. Yeah, yeah, we can it- just sit there, watch. Is it there still? Because it's a lovely place. It started off with these two brothers. It used to be a provisional store, with jams and relish and preserves and bread mm. and stuff. And then they also this was Niche, and then the level we were at, they mm. had that uh, stone oven. It's called Devdar Woods. But is it still there? Yeah, I, I think it's still there. You know, these guys have been there from before independence. They used to supply uh, stuff to the British Army at one point. This little provision store of uh, Landor, and then they had the quintessential shop where they would get all the goodies from all over the country and supply them to the Sabs and Mem Sabs uh, that used to live in and around Landor, which is a old British uh, sort of uh, community, army community. And then, of course, as times changed, they continued to have their provision store there. And then they started this Devdar Woods not so long ago. I think they started it in the 2000s only, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But their pizzas are really brilliant. And those trees are amazing. They have these old Devdar trees in their in their compound, which are just, I mean, must be like 100, 150 years old. Yeah. Huge trees. Mm-hmm. So, sadly, it's still a big challenge to find a place to stay in Landau. There are very few places where you Thank can Thank God, stay. yeah. They would have Thank God, it. yeah. Otherwise, Vato bloody the building industry, the building lobby would have just bloody wiped that whole place out. Well, they tried to. I mean, there have been some demolitions and all that have happened at the very far end, you know, of, of Landau, yeah. where a lot of illegal construction had come up and some, some very large bungalows had been had had been demolished by the cantonment board. Hey, do you guys remember in Masuri, we went to that place run by that really old couple, Sant Nirankari uh, Mandal Canteen, it was called, I think. They had that little sign outside that said, we are retired but not tired. Old yeah, yeah that's, that was on the... Alu parantas, Gobi parantas. Near the Camelback Road, near the Masuri yeah. graveyard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that place, man. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to cycle up to uh, Masuri from Dehradun and then put my cycle tight next to the graveyard entrance and then sit in the graveyard till late evening, yeah, just reading a book. And I had a favorite grave, which was on the fifth level when you go down. It was a beautiful grave. I would put my little air pillow against it and read books all day. But you never quite to, managed. What? To lie down on the grave? Chudayal fadar de iksatrike. Chudayal nu kabu karan de iksatintrike. Chudayal aja chimbarja. Aja chimbarja. You get 10 on 10 for trying. All all the white meme subs ghosts are going to come and torment you tonight. They're they're rad for the hills, man. I never saw a ghost there. I heard about so many ghosts. Yeah, it's supposed to be haunted and all. (laughs) I spent so many evenings there and so many late nights. I used to just sit outside the graveyard or inside. Till midnight, yeah. I just this was, that was quite a weird thing I used to do, man. I did it for a But that's the only place I remember this Nirankari. So we got the vehicles and we said the vehicles, you guys usually whenever we go on a shoot, we are so tired. We say chalo shoot khatamoa, we get into the car and head for the hotel. Here we loaded up the car, luggage jao. We told the production person you take it to the hotel, we'll walk. Remember then we walked up that yeah, route. Yeah. Because it's just such a lovely place to walk because the smell of pine, it's really lovely. Before we head, uh, and after this, I want to go to Rishikesh and um, Hardwar because in that, one of the earlier Highway on My Podcast episodes, we had teased that we went in the search of Kandu and we'll tell <laughs> yes. you when we get to the Rakhal whether we found the Kandu or not. It was quite a search. So, we have to, you know, make good our promise to our listeners. Yeah, but but very but very quickly we'll we'll just talk about the rice bowl. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember the yeah, rice bowl. Yankee, our friend Yankee, Yankee. Yeah, Lop. it was really good. I mean, that was a very nice place to go to. 
and uh, down the road from the rice bowl, which is very nice Chinese food, there was a place with all these boys with very funky hairstyle. I think it was called Kalsang. Kalsang, yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. For a place so small, there's so many places to eat in Masuri, man. It's insane, yeah. Think about it, man. Yeah. So, uh, in case you want to subscribe to our newsletter, you can click on the link that is available on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. There's a link there which will open up the form where you can enlist for our newsletter where you'll get behind the scenes trivia, little incidents, anecdotes, and photographs of where we, what all we talk about with evidence that we are not just making this up. Uh, as many as you can accommodate in one newsletter. And if you have any feedback, do write into us at HOMP2020 at gmail.com. That's HOM2020 at gmail.com with your stories, feedback, suggestions, and to be a part of a community that will get Rocky Muir back on the road to ride again once this lockdown is over. And until it is, we will bring the highway to you since you can't get to the highway. Yes, we will. And, and before we leave, Masuri, I just want to say we did another show called uh, uh, India's Most Haunted with Rocky and Mayur. And over there, we did we did an episode in Masuri, which is it's very conducive. You know, the old time Masuri used to have a lot of ghosts. Uh, now, sadly, there are very few ghost stories and Ruskin Bond lives there. And he can tell you a good ghost story or two. But I mean, it used to be very famous. So we did one in a, in a mine set up called Lambidhar Mines, which was an entire little city made where people used to mine limestone. And then the entire city has been deserted. And apparently there's a churel over there and people see her. And But that's a whole other story. So we'll talk about it another day. Today, we're just talking about food and feel goods. <laughs> I, I love that Prashant is, is laughing at this man. You have no idea. <laughs> How scary it was. for me. Oh, but I'm so glad Rocky mentioned Ruskin. What would be a pity had we left Masuri without mentioning him? Because when I took my niece Landor. in the he's kids, in Landor. There, there's one of the you know one of the bookshops in Masuri. It had this sign that this Sunday Ruskin Bond will come to the bookshop and read out his short stories for children. Man, this stuff can only happen in bloody Masuri and Landor and all that. Yeah, there you go. It's only the more literate and artistic amongst us who know how to talk about these things. You jungly boys just talk about partying and food and that's it. And and if you also go, in fact, they, they started this, I think a few years ago, Rocky, correct me if I'm wrong, that on an Amavas ki raat, Rocky has a reading of Chudel Falfadandek, Satin Trike. Which you can also send your children to if you're a little bit off in yes, that. To translate literally, how 103 ways of catching a witch. <laughs> so... <laughs> But technically, of course, if you correct it for grammar, it's 103 ways of catching a who. So it's very different. <laughs> but Prashant, were you there in the Hardwar, uh, Rishikesh? You, you drove us oh, yes. there, I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So now you tell me, um, of course, we had the Dubki and, and that Aarti. Did you actually think we will find this elusive Kaddu that we had heard so much about and we walked so much? I was very certain about it. I was very certain about it. But who the hell goes looking for a Kaddu here? What what is wrong with us, man? (laughs) I mean, as a a child, I had been there, you know, on a family vacation. And I remember that we had gone there and had this spectacular meal and the place hadn't changed at all. I just didn't know exact location where it was, but I knew that you just have to keep walking down this lane. And then you'll come to that place. And we did find it eventually, right? Yes. It was well in that, well into that lane, about a kilometer, kilometer and a half or so, at a place called Thandi Kui, like Thanda Pani from that well, you know, which is right in the center of that street, of that gully. And you have this Mathra Walongi famous shop. Prachin Dukan. Prachin Dukan. Maybe that's why it was so hard to find. We were find, trying to find the Mathra Walongi shop in, in Haridwar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was. But I mean, for all the laughing that bloody imagine the delicacy being kaddu. Oh Rocky, it was a it was a pretty wicked kaddu man. 
No, it was a brilliant gaddu. I mean, the first thing I remember about the shop is that it's it was a prachin dukan, which means a really old shop. It's been there forever, and it had no uh, no shutters or doors or windows. It was wide open, and all that stuff was lying in the open. And apparently, no matter what has happened in Haridwar, nobody has ever bothered that place, and nobody stolen a single thing out of it. They have no chokidar. It's just open, and that was that blew me away. But those kaddus, man, the puri and the kaddu made UP style, and the alu ka sabzi that they were serving there the was absolutely. And the methi dare ka chutney, but but just kaddu here. What they were doing with the kaddu is phenomenal. I mean, it is like it's like having Abhinandan win a beauty contest because you've done makeup on him. <laughs> no, like... <laughs> that, that's a mean one. <laughs> He's got a beard, man. He, uh, imagine him winning a beauty contest with girls in it. <laughs> well, it could be a Kuch bhi but, uh, but uh, Mayur, uh, you since you're the connoisseur, you're the vegetarian. You have a palate that is more sophisticated. Oh, yes. Tell us, tell us, <laughs> was the kaddu overrated? Is there any other place that boasts that our kaddu bikta hai? But I'll just like to correct Rocky that it's it's not a very old shop. That shop was actually set up uh, in the late 19th centuries by two brothers from China, Li Kuan Wei and Li Kuan Yu, <laughs> and uh, the, the two brothers said, "A hey, prachin di dukaan hai." आपका नाम बताइए आपके गोत्र बताइए आपके पिता का नाम ये वो So obviously Gotra Shotra and all I don't know because I am really not involved with it. Yet. But thankfully I remembered my father's name. I told them the gave them the details, father's name, grandfather's name, last name, etc. And the guy opened up a file. He 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 told me go to number forty two or something like that. And I went down to the guy and he opened up a file and showed me a page with my father, my father's brothers, my grandfather, my grandfather's brothers, my great grandfather, his father. I mean. generations of my family's men had signed that paper that this man had opened up it was so incredible and of course i signed it too although their signatures were very nice cuz they knew how to write in calligraphy and mine was like koi nahi aapka english aati hai but uh, 
but you must go and check that out. I mean, apparently everybody in India who has ever been to Haridwar or, you know, it's a holy place. You go there to throw the ashes of people who have passed away after you cremate them. Uh, your name is your name is there, and you might surprise yourself with the number of generations whose names you can find in that in those books. I don't know how how much it's continued now. I mean, you know, like our fathers' generations. I think it's probably the last generation when they would go there to sort of intern the ashes into the river. They would typically, I mean, it was a done thing to stop by. And these guys, how they operate is that each person is responsible for a certain area. So, like, you know, if you're from say a cluster of villages in Punjab. There is one person who's handling only those clusters of cluster of villages in Punjab. So if you're from Nawashair, somebody will point you in that direction and say, okay, 42, 46, whatever, go to that little cabin and this fellow will be sitting there. I mean, it's, it's a really nice thing. Actually, if you go to Haridwar, you should definitely do that. I think in the South also, they have something like yeah, that. Yeah, they have. I mean, it's called the Nadi. It's, it's, it's called it's the, the Nadi, Nadi right. There. But, but a sophisticated guy, I want to know, is there an app for that? There probably is, but uh, yeah, all these guys is. are no longer sitting there. Apparently, they've all moved to uh, Amit Shah's office because <laughs> he's <laughs> You mean like the Aadhaar office? Who you called yesterday? What app you? But listen to go back to Kaddu. I mean, let's Mayur. Don't 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 let these guys. Amit Shah se yaad aaya. Let's get back to. <laughs> no, let's let's go back to the tasty kadu. Okay. That's different. That's fine. Yeah, not the rotten one. <laughs> now the tasty kadu. It is a magnificent vegetable if you know how to cook it. And if you don't know how to cook it, you'll make a complete mush of it. Make a you know, when you eat that kadu at a prachin Madhuravali dukan, you know it has it has you. It's soft. And it's flavorful, it's khatta, it's meetha, it's soft, and it still retains a little bit of its firmness. And to know how to do that is a work of art. It takes much more to do that than to make a good mutton curry, by the way. So it is, it is. And, and to get gaddu to absorb the kind of flavors and the masalas that you ah. put into it is, I mean, that's the, yeah, it's a real art. Yeah. And, and we were quite thrilled and very impressed with those guys. But uh, we haven't been back there. But even the walk is so beautiful because when you walk through the streets of Haridwar, you know, you, you get this sense of timelessness that India yeah, has in fact, been like that. Yeah. The very evenings quaint, by the quaint. river. Just, just yeah. when you are by the river, once the sun is set, there's something magical about it. The smell also, of the evening incense, you know, so there are agarbattis. Yeah, I mean, we saw that evening arti. Remember, there were like thousands of people on the ghats yeah. at Harkipodi. It was and, lovely. Uh, it was lovely. It was and, lovely. And, and all these shops, they sell this sindhur, which is supposed to be very pure. So it's just a nice, quaint place. You know, little wooden dolls, little sweets. Uh, just incredible. It's an incredible experience to just walk around the back lanes of Haridwar and find the Thandakua and find the Mathura Walogi Prachin Dukan. Even that in itself is good enough, but that kaddu is just a, was a big bone. It's a civilized way of getting a flavor for Real Bharat. There you go. The smells and sounds. But before we completely head out back into the hills, I just want to not leave this without mentioning a twin city of Hardwar, which is Rishikesh, where we had the most anticlimactic experience, food experience. There's a lovely picture of Rocky posing with the guy with the worst job in the world, which is to sit on a chair with an artificial choti. Well, children come and tease you. Covered in chalk. <laughs> Covered in chalk. <laughs> and it is a place called Chotiwala, which when I was young, I mean, it is, again, it's been there forever. And it's one of those the generations have passed on. There's a brother. So now there are two Chotiwalas, one Chotiwala, one Chowmeen and another what all. And it's made a hash of the food. 
but we did go there for old times sake no we, we did go there and i i regret that meal because i had gone there once before and i said it was horrible but we went back and ate again and the food was horrible we went to both the shops and the food was terrible at both shops that just goes to show don't fight with your relatives and you got a good thing going just shut up and split the money <laughs> don't split the property and destroy yourselves which is what they've done so yeah very disappointing that, please yeah and uh, i yeah hardwar i liked not much to rishikesh quite honestly so even if you give rishikesh a miss you won't miss miss you won't miss much so back to the hills mayur are you taking us to nainital rani khets where do you want to go first which way are we going are we going towards kobet and then from there we'll go to nainital because that's a good route also so are you asking me are you asking me for directions really <laughs> <laughs> that's true let's head up to uh, nainital and niglat and bawali and you know rani khets let's do that chalo mayur le chalo theek hai basically kartgodam bhuimtal bhowali and then 4 kilometers from bhowali is niglat on the raniket road so tell us please whatever route you want may you take us there okay so let let's go to kartgodam or the the godown of wood because that's where all the wood used to be stocked back in the days of uh, the british it's also the last part of the railhead and from there you have to get into cars and drive or take a bus and in kartgodam just outside of kartgodam 1.77 kilometers to be to be specific we found lee's kitchen perched on the edge of a little almost like a cliff and run by mr lee who was of chinese descent came from kolkata uh, and kalimpong and then came here and he had this beautiful kitchen there and that was the place where we learned how to make noodles from scratch the first time nowadays it's very fashionable for people to put up lots of videos about making pasta from scratch but way back then mr lee was doing it right from the atta he was going it and then he got us to help with this contraption you remember rock i remember going to lee's kitchen you know about 20 25 years ago and the food used to be absolutely phenomenal always but the view was brilliant and then when he moved to this new place the view was even better so you have this magnificent view in the back you have mr lee who's like the gentlest of guys he's like a really big well built chinese chap and but he's just a really gentle person and his food is pretty damn amazing i mean you'd be lucky to eat mr lee's khana because if you've enjoyed chinjabi or indian chinese food out of chinatown in kolkata then mr lee is up there with the finest proponents of it so uh, yeah. apparently now he doesn't work at mr lee's kitchen but there's another restaurant that he runs there so find it find mr lee yeah incidentally in the vein of what we were discussing in the last podcast about so many places we've been to and things have happened to them that location where we shot at later on in the floods and stuff that got washed away it actually a part of it fell down into the river oh really i didn't know that wow oh yeah but uttarakhand saw flood in fact i don't know if you guys remember the images that came out of oh, there oh horrible Man, yeah, the, yeah i mean the place i remember we did a piece to camera there this is uttarkashi we were standing and there's the raging river behind us you know where we did that piece to camera that entire yeah. bunch of buildings just went into the river man and that actually that, yeah that was in rudraprayag we had stayed at that garwal kumaun kumaun garwal uh, vikas mandal place you know their rest houses and it was a huge structure you know mm-hmm. perched on the edge of this you know this slope overlooking the river and that my god when i saw that visual you know it was just shocking to yeah, see that building go into the river yeah. it was really shocking but but this uh, you know right from kartgodam there are some beautiful places so i will not try to lead the way i let one of you gentlemen tell me the place that comes next but can you quickly get me to the place two places one where rock and muir had this place where there was like a cheese quiche puff pie the really yeah. fancy thing and the second place is where all where, where we played table tennis and we had breakfast in the sun with whatever the, the nanda devi or whatever trishul behind us and what 
I didn't want to leave that shoot, man. I just didn't want to leave that place. Yeah, the first place was Niglat, and the second place was just beyond Raniket, the place called Majkhali. Yeah, who who remembers the name of that place? It, I mean, I remember Akshay because I went there right yeah. at the beginning, where before Akshay had even got there, his father and his mother had retired there and built this beautiful home. And uh, it's you know it's like a homestay. I think it's called the Garden Valley Resort. Yeah, that's it. Garden Green Valley. Valley Resort. Garden Valley or Green Valley Resort? Garden Valley Garden Resort. Valley. Okay. In Niglath. And if you want to have the finest food in Uttarakhand, get down to the Garden Valley Resort and find Akshay and make sure he's there. And then it is a lovely place to stay. He's got four rooms or five rooms. It's a tiny place. But the food is so great. Yeah. And that's one of my little secrets. So what I did on this, what I did in the uh, Highway on My Plate Hills was let these guys into all my secrets in Uttarakhand. And I, I'll sort of regret that forever because now they become famous hit places and everybody lands up there. But they are just worth it. Like Garden uh, Valley Resort is. And his quiche is famous. He makes really nice crepes. He had this phyllo pastry, you know. Phyllo he had... pastry, man. I'll never forget his phyllo pastry. Yeah. Well, he made a great potato roasty. Yeah. There you go. Roasty, roasty. What is it called? Roasty, roasty. Roasty. Right. Yeah. Akshay oh, yeah. basically been traveling all over the world. I think he was a chef on ships. And so he picked up his craft traveling all over the world and he learned recipes and ingredients and stuff. And then he came back to, to this property and he started... Uh, then they were also very passionate gardeners. You remember, he was using a, all those beautiful flowers in his garden. Then a lot of them he used for decoration uh, and his toppings also in a couple of dishes. So no, yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. But, but before, I, wanna, I just want to point out to you that before Akshay got there, his mom used to go into the kitchen once in a while. And when she cooked, man, the food was incredible. In fact, you guys asked him, Akshay, who's a better cook, you or your mother? Because he said, my mother taught me all this. And he kind of with a rather... Casual arrogance said, okay, and he said, it depends, depends mood cares then. <laughs> <laughs> Very brave of him, I must say. <laughs> but yeah, but that's Bhimtal, you know, that's, that's Niglath is near Bhimtal. And then if we go on from there and we come up to the beautiful town of Nainital, the Nainital, the great 6,600, 2,000 meter high, wonderful holiday town of Denital, which used to be the center of attraction for everybody coming from the plains. They would all go up and do boating in Nenital, which is still well and alive, by the way. Those little boats are still there. Yeah, and we have yeah. a lovely sequence and photographs of uh, you little children in little boats, uh, boating away, paddling, paddling furiously. But, you know, I know a lot of people say that, oh, Nenital is ruined, like everything. But out of all the hill stations I've been to, with the exception of Masuri also, which is problematic, but it has remained the same. I would say, considering what has happened to Shimla or Solon or the rest or even Srinagar, I'd say Nainital is relatively untouched from where it was. No, ago, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It, if you go during the summer break when the schools are shut, I mean, go to any hill station. It mm. is the worst time to go up into the hills. May and June are the worst time to go to any hill. They are chock-a-block. They are like infested. But when we went to Nenital, it was it was a lovely it was not time. bad. It was, no, could, it wasn't bad at all. And we had a it lovely wasn't... hotel. I remember we went we went up to the I was on top of this hilltop and it was quite beautiful. And at night, I remember we were doing some constellation watching. Yeah, that was the Sherwani Resort hmm. where we stayed, which is a lovely place, a very comfortable, modern and lovely drive. By if yeah. you want to do driving, you know, driving the hills. I'd say Uttarakhand has the loveliest drives. I mean, there's so many places to discover. And like Rocky said, there are little little secrets there. And, you know, if you can get someone to tell you where each of these... Actually, Neglath is a perfect stopover. So, you know, Bhimtal is not much of a town. Though there are one or two lovely places to stay in Bhimtal also. You know, uh, high up above the lake. 
but if you can just go a little beyond to Bhawali and then about four kilometers from Bhawali, Bhawali is of course a fruit market, which is a very famous large fruit market. You can pick up fruit, fresh fruit from there. And then just four kilometers down on the Rani Khet road, you have Niglath on the left hand side. And uh, what is it? Green Garden, Garden Green Resort. Garden Valley. Garden, Garden Valley yeah. Resort. Niglath. Niglath yes, is the name of the place. If you go, if you go a little further on, you have another wonderful place called Two Chimneys. Great place to stay. Small swimming pool. Very fancy. Very beautiful place. Not very expensive. Great food. Very homely. Uh, so Two Chimneys is really great there, and that's another place that I spend. Uh, you know, spend. Used to spend time there. They had a magnificent fig tree in the back with jungle below. But now somebody bought the thing and cut the jungle and made a fun chop the fig tree down. So, you know, I haven't been there for a few years since that happened. I was quite heartbroken. But the place itself is still beautiful. And then there's a place called Junglia uh, 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 Gaon. Junglia Gaon is uh, just a little above from Bhimtal. It's not a very long drive, but it's way up. So you'll go up almost about seven or 800 meters and you'll reach a completely different climate zone. That again is a beautiful place, lots of birds over there. And then if you take a left from Nanital and you head about 15 kilometers, there's a place called Pangot, which again is one of the birding hotspots in Uttarakhand. It has hundreds and hundreds of species of birds and they're extremely visible. So that's a place that I love to spend my time in, in fact. And if as soon as this lockdown is over, I'm going to Pangod for a week and going to take bird photographs. That's the plan. Okay, I'll come with you, Bags. So, Mayur, what about the, you know, we had all those chocolate eclairs and chocolate cream and all that stuff. Is the confectionery of Nenital anything to write home about or is it just the boating? Sacklays! Sacklays! It, it, it's actually better than any of the stuff that we had in any of the other hill stations. Kodai Canal or any of those places. I think Sacklays was also where we went and saw where they had their little unit and they were making chocolate day. We did a little sequence but Sacklays chocolate was decent. I mean, not fantastic but much better than all the others. And they had that really nice chocolate marble cake I remember. One time when we went to shoot there it was I think with Lawrence, one of the Lawrence schools. We went there to shoot Sherwood. The Sherwood School is there. Yes. So that's and how we went to Sacklaysen. Yes, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful old school. One of my cousins, my eldest cousin is in fact from Sherwood. He's in the army where he's retired now. So we used to go there to visit him to Nanital when he was in school and we were little toddies, 10 years older than I am, 10, 12 years older than me. Well, to see what Sherwood looks like, you can either see Rocky and Muir's episode of Adas at Sherwood or you can watch Mehuna. Uh, the school where Zayed Khan is the coolest boy in school. And Shah Rukh Khan is teaching and saying, hey, That wasn't Sherwood. That wasn't Sherwood. It was shot in Sherwood only. That was the claim to fame, no? No, no, no. That was shot in uh, St. George's. Eku, you've done it again. No, no, yeah. <laughs> Sherwood, I'm telling you. I Was was Sherwood the place where the guy was the, this this uh, dark padre priest type guy who was who took us around? No, no, no. You're confusing it. Sherwood was not where this where this movie was shot. What's the name of the movie you said? Mehuna. And yeah, I thought it was Sherwood, Nenital Sherwood, uh, possibly. But we'll just Google it and check. But uh, there are lovely drives over there to Nenital. There's of course St. the Marble Cave. St. Paul's Darjeeling, you're right. That's the other end of the country. Really <laughs> 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 mountain, mountain. I've told you I'm not very good at directions. I was ah, Himalayas. 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 Generally, I was in the right ballpark. Yeah. Ah. The route, right mountain range. As far as directions are concerned, you're a space cadet. So when you jump out of your space <laughs> capsule and as you're falling down, when you reach somewhere over UP, instead of taking a right and going towards Darjeeling, if you take a left and glide towards Uttarakhand, we are there right that's now. Nenital. 
So, gentlemen, tell me about the confectionaries and then take me to Rani Khets. Well, I don't know about any other confectionery, but the one confectionery that I recommend all of you get when you're in Nainital is the Ball Mithai. The Ball Mithai. Oh, yeah, and, that's very famous. And the Ball Mithai is exactly like a local fudge with little white homeopathy sugar balls on it. Yeah. And yeah. it's called the Ball Mithai locally. Of course, the British Sabrish call it the Ball Mithai. And most people say it's because it had little balls on it, but it's not. It's, it's a religious <laughs> thing. It used to be used to worship uh, uh, to worship Krishna in his baby form. So it was Baal Mitai. It's basically, so it Baal it's like Mava. It's like, it's, it's like Koya with homeopathy balls stuck on it. There you go. Homeopathy balls? Khao bhi or heel ho jau? Heel ho jau. We had that at a different place, now. That Mamu's, Mamu's Nanny Sweets, I think it was called. They had Baal yeah. Mitai. They had Nanny Sweets. Yeah. Samosa. They had the Methi Laddu with spices. Like they do a lot of these laddu with spices up in the hills, huh? Because it warms you up. So uh, I don't think it's very popular with the students. So, so Niku and I get bal mithai quite regularly. Oh, really? Because we have our office boy. He's from uh, Garhwal, from Kumau actually, from Almora. So every time he comes down, he gets us this chocolate uh, mithai and bal mithai. Yeah, please put me down for an order next time. Uh, sure, he'd love to bring more. But now, was the place before I get it wrong again? Was that place just outside Nainital where we stayed? Because Nainital is not like very high hills. It's shallow hills. It's it's lower. But we stayed at this really nice place where we played t- table tennis in the evening yeah. and we had breakfast in the morning. That was Rani Khet, right? That was Rani, just beyond Rani Khet. About 13 kilometers from Rani Khet towards Machkhali. So the village of Machkhali. We were just short of Machkhali. And there was this little resort that, well, it was just a hotel on the side of the but road. To, to remind you, Rani Khet is that place where you drive in and then you have these beautiful little army set up like gardens and lawns where the army practices and all and then you go up into this little narrow lane place where we had these pork where we had these mutton chops here these beautiful pepper mutton chops in a really inconspicuous little shop somewhere in the middle of nowhere it was called the Prem restaurant it had like eight seven or eight little benches and he had basically just two things he had those that pepper mutton thing and then he had uh, chane ka sabzi with hot roti pretty damn good man the food Mm. here and and uh, Rocky, that Fauji area is the second place that we've seen where uh, road bisects the golf course. And yeah. here there is a <laughs> sign that says, watch out for incoming balls, golf balls. And we did a sequence there and we started pelting yeah. you with with the uh, golf ball simulations, which were that bunched up paper. You remember that sequence? Yeah. <laughs> That's the Kumau Regimental Center. So it's a very large cantonment actually. Yeah, and the great part is that there is a big dump yard close by there. So if you ask anybody and you go there, you will find throughout the winter from October to March, you will find step eagles, very large step eagles and a lot of them, beautiful ones. And you'll find vultures, of course, Himalayan uh, griffins over there. So that is what you need to do. But as soon as you get out, there you have a beautiful little place that is run by uh, by a lady. She's... Uh, she she runs this cafe. I think she's an army wife, right? I mean, correct, if I correct. if I remember, I was in Machkali. Though, are you talking about the, the the beautiful place with the little balcony at the back, and then the tables had all these tiles on it, and she did all this westernish um, army wife. Yeah, that that was Machkali. Yeah, and and what a lovely breakfast! Yeah, I mean, in the mountains, what better breakfast can you want? You know, fried eggs, tomatoes, bacon, ham, cold coffee. You know, great bread. Fantastic. And they have a little, I think she had a couple of rooms that you could hire out as like a homestay. And then, of course, you would get this great breakfast. And she gave this fresh homemade tomato ketchup, I remember, because you were like, first time I've had homemade tomato ketchup. 
She made that really nice. She had her own preserves also, and she made the tomato ketchup. And yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, these these places are so beautiful. These hill places. That's the great excitement about being there. And if you go to Rani Khet, don't miss out the Chobatia Gardens. You must go there. Take a guide. He'll walk you through this. Is basically what do you call these places? Yeah, which Bangalore also has. You know where you have all kinds of trees and bush and forests, botanical garden, <laughs> botanical garden, the Chobatia botanical garden. Right, it is for. They have one of the they have one of the oldest Devadar trees there. Okay, so where are we going? We've done Kartgot. We've gone from Niklath. We came up to Bhimtal. Eradhoor is done. Masuri. We went down. We went to Haridwar and Rishikesh. We've done Landor. You do should tell our audience about the Patal Bhuvneshwar caves. which are oh, truly unique yes. so in the next 10 minutes see what all you can cover and uh, out of all these go for it where are we going if you if you head down to the village of lohaghat which is in champavat where jim cobbett killed the champavat man eater which is a, i th- i think the champavat man eater got like a few hundred people before it was shot i mean those were the days in nepal when you could and have india uh, it's in fact when you drive to champavat when you drive to lohaghat you start picking up the signal from nepal so you know that you're there because nepal is just across the mahakali river and you're passing it on this side so uh, beautiful place uh, there's a lovely place there called abbot mount which is a very small sort of hill and on top of that hill sits this sits this old british cantonment which is now of course india known but really lovely also homes haunted. also haunted much haunted and we did a series of uh, highway on my plate uh, sorry uh, we did a series of uh, india's most haunted with rocky and mayur over there and i drop must tell uh, prashant and niku when we were shooting that mm. haunted episode at night because we had to shoot it through the night it was abu spooky because a tiger had made a kill nearby i was like sitting and we were like around it yes and in second part was that the cameraman and i were walking from the car after getting batteries and as we were walking we heard this crunching sound this crack and i just happened to peep over the thing and the thing i saw was a tiger looking straight at me frowning while chomping on this cow's leg here and i was almost died over there because he must have been about 50 feet away just maybe 10 feet below me and 50 feet away and he could see me clearly because the moon was falling on my face it was behind him and that was such a terrifying moment because you're out in the jungle there's nothing between you and the tiger except his food cameraman a brave cameraman who would have legged it as soon as he realized it was a tiger but i very slowly managed to walk off and get back but yeah that's the thrilling part about shooting at night in these places yeah you never know what you'll get into but but that's a that's that's a separate show let us get back to where we were traveling and from there about uh, an hour and a half you get down to to uh, rameshwar and from rameshwar then you climb up another hour and a half and you get to patal bhuvneshwar which is great and right about 20 kilometers from patal bhuvneshwar is a place called jaltola jaltola and jaltola is where we had one of our finest pahadi cuisine meals Correct. that we have ever had there's a place called misty mountain resort you remember that mayur oh yeah so where was this just remind me again this was right next to patal bhuvneshwar this okay. is like northeast the real corner of Uh, right. That uh, of Uttarakhand. I mean, you considering know, it's, it's such a small Nepal. state in size, it packs quite a punch with the amount of stuff it's got there, huh? Yeah. So before you guys go into this, guys, we have some amazing mails which we will not have the time to read in this episode. So the next episode, Prabhjot, Chogoto, Had, Ashok, Rita, you know, I see your mails. You guys have told us some wonderful stories uh, about Sikkim and Lahol Spiti. we will definitely read these out because they are great travel stories and you want to tell these travel stories 
but in the next episode i promise each of these will be read out because they have some lovely stories but yes please tell us about patal bhubaneswar super patal bhubaneswar is one of the dhams if you go to patal bhubaneswar you have to cover all the dhams apparently it is uh, it has a it has the power of resolving all your religious needs in one shot but for me it's very exciting because the entrance to patal bhubaneswar is about a 3 foot by 2 foot little hole and when you get into it you start climbing down these stairs which are just wide enough for a person to squeeze through in fact at some places you think you're going to get stuck but you manage to squeeze through and damp and slippery remember the we had to hold the i mean the rocks are really weathered and and very very smooth and so they have their chains there and you descend like 80 90 feet into the bowels of the earth and then the thing just opens out all around you it's like a huge space and the first thing that you see in there is uh, sheshnag that shape of sheshnag remember that's when you descend there on the left hand side and it is uh, it is so fantastic i mean if you go to patal bhubaneswar take a guide along and he'll tell you the stories of patal bhubaneswar and he'll show you eravat with this certain lesson that's when you realize that our mythology the mythology of india is possibly the richest mythology in the world nothing comes close the amount of incredible stories each with a wealth of you know insights and and knowledge and wisdom and lessons for you to learn i mean our mythology is truly wonderful here if our religions hadn't twisted it so much we would have really been able to present this great mythology to the world in a magnificent yeah x men kya avengers kya zeus pus or heda neda jo bhi hai we would have done it but unfortunately legend and folklore have it that the cave enshrines like 33 crore gods gods and goddesses and we saw that little section where you have these little i mean there are like millions of them you know these little little mounds these stones like embedded and that's a natural formation it's all natural by the way inside you know you it's can, all natural that's that's actually see, a havan kund that the pandavas made and after yeah. they did the havan there all the gods 33 crore gods came and sat around and then they froze there in the havan kund filled with water and now the stalactites and stalagmites are formed there so and then you have shivaji's shivji's jatai if you go inside you'll have this beautiful rock which is sort of sulfurous sulfurous rock where the waters come down so it looks like the jatai of shivji and it is just it's incredible i mean the whole mythology just go there don't listen to us just go down and go to patal bhubaneswar yourself and go and hear the stories it is just a beautiful beautiful place and and there's another belief which is very fascinating that it's actually an underground and mayur this is interesting for both of us we've been to that place it's a underground route from patal bhubaneswar all to mansarovar to kailash mansarovar hum nahi mante i know it is possible yeah mayur you were saying when you get down to this cave system sorry there's a point where you stand there and there are three caves going off in three directions only one is open where you go and apparently those are three tunnels one goes to kailash mansarovar one goes to gangotri one and one goes to amitsha's house <laughs> that we don't know <laughs> but in different yugs like in satyug one cave system closes in another yug another cave another cave system closes and when the end of the world comes and the kaliyug finishes then the last cave system will close and forever the dham will be lost to humans it's, it's, and it will serve them right satyog dwapar treta and kaliyug yeah and in kaliyug it was the shankracharya who found found it correct more than 1000 years ago you mean satyog cynic and your agnostic and your atheist you could just go in there and say well this is a cave these are stalactites and stalagmites which are formed by drops of water which trickle down and because they have lots of minerals in them they slowly solidify over time and become rock the same thing that happens to if in delhi your pot if it's leaking 
Yes, the salts. <laughs> but then you would be anti-national and anti-everything. So we like our story better. And there is a place there where the two are pretty close, like they're like a couple of inches away. And the belief is that when they meet, when that last drop sort of connects with that bottom stalagmite or stalactite, whatever it is. That's when the tesseract that, will come that's back. When, that's when the world ends, not with COVID. You'll have to wait till that time. You'll have to wait till that time. Age of Thanos. Age of Thanos will come. Tesseract will come. Now, boys, we have time just for one more place. So, please pick carefully because uh, we are way, way past our normal duration. Uh, uh, Rock, I think we should speak about Misty Mountain Retreat. Uh, Misty Mountain Retreat is, yeah. again, one of Rocky's hidden secrets which he generously shared with us. I rem- it used to be an orchard at one time. I remember it was a beautiful drive with like this really steep, almost vertical drop, like lit hundreds and hundreds of meters. to get to this little complex that they built. There's places where you can stay there and it's run by a husband and wife. And, sh- uh, and we put that table outside with that view and we had the most... Brilliant meal. What a feast. I mean, the like, variety was just... Badi raita with the yeah. mustard, the bhat ki churkani, which is the bhat dal, the, the vegetable they make that. They had the gudiari with the onions and the sage. And then they had that pink thing, rock. What was it called? The dadim. Dadim. Dadim is made out of pomegranate. And it was just a fantastic meal. I mean, really, really nice khana, pahadi khana. And uh, it's a really, there's a welcoming, very welcoming couple that that lives there. In, in this place and uh, you know if you get a chance ever Misty Mountain is a little far away and the road is lovely because it is only wide enough for one car I mean when you you know we were in a big car we had literally six inches left on either side and, and once you know when you get there you have to call them and they'll make sure there's no other car coming down because two cars can't pass each other on that road there's no space so a real fun motorcycle drive. can't pass yeah, yeah. So it is just the most amazing drive into thick forest and then you get to this beautiful place and the food is incredible, lovely place to stay. Market, go there, enjoy yourself. We loved it. It's one of my little secret places again and I have many. Uh, and again, great place for birds. And don't look for the TV remote. They don't have TV in the rooms. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God, yeah. And that's where I think we, we were looking forward to having a drink in the evening and we took out a lovely bottle of whiskey and we had one one drink and then it broke. You remember Prashant? Yeah. <laughs> How can I forget that loss? We sat two more nights. <laughs> so we sat with tears in our eyes, sipping on our last drink for the holiday, overlooking these faraway lights of a city. And But I'm very sure that outside our room that night that we stayed there, there was a leopard. I mean, it, there were lots of these scratching sounds and all that. It couldn't just be a cat or something. It was a big cat. Maybe, maybe I'm just imagining this, but... Didn't they tell us last, the next day that there, there had been a kill in, in the forest? Yeah, yeah. They, they have a local leopard. He's, he's yeah. there all the time. I had, in fact, gone there with my dog many years ago with my beautiful lab. And uh, at night, we actually heard the leopard scratching under the door. And then we looked out from the window and we could see him just sniffing around the room. And my poor dog was shivering under the bed. And the leopard was calling outside, making this dueling sound, trying to attract the dog to come out. But uh, the dog, of course, being a city dog, he was completely terrified and because he's a lab. So, but very beautiful place. Again, completely in the jungle. Very, very nice. And whenever you go there, you have to remember this beautiful song that Abhinandan really likes called Jatastivya Chalangya Chudeyantakari Soni So, such cultural experiences are always so when you're traveling with us. But 
this is when i feel so fortunate to have lived the life i have lived and we must thank god every day that when rocky was narrating this incident and he said that was the last drink of our holiday whereas in fact it was the last drink of our working schedule and if your work makes it feel like it's a holiday what more could you ask for in life so we must be thankful philosopher wow, yaar tu to meri to aankhe bharai hai ye sun ke bharai bilkul yaar so uh, mayur i will give you the last anecdote before we wind oh. up and give our audience a food court but i made two minute silence kar raha tha you said just build things so i was just maintaining uh, uh, two minute silence yeah uh, we hardly got any time left but how we forgetting kosani can we just very quickly go over kosani please go for it bro kosani is i let you thank give you. the hat tip thank you kosani is favorite for four things like rocky said on the episode number one in 1929 gandhi ji went there and spent a lot of time there he was very he thought some deep thoughts there number two he called it the switzerland of the east number three it's the place that is uttarakhand tea country there used to be a lot of tea then the brits went away and then the uttarakhand government started again in 1995 and number four it had a restaurant where we went and ate where the food was not so special but it had that machan on top do you remember and it had the best view we've ever had in a restaurant oof we had the yeah. whole nanda devi range with trishul and nanda devi beautiful and you could see all that but yet the sun was so hot we sat down after 10 minutes and that cutlery was hotter than the food here so just yeah. that that place though that the, the views that we woke up to in the mountain that walk down there ah uh, yeah it was i remember when we were seeing the entire mountain range there was blue sky and within half an hour there were these thunder heads above the mountain range yeah. and we were in we were in bright blue sky and far away where these mountains were there were thunder heads and lightning flashes i mean it was like it was like surreal it was like made to order scenery for shooting a television show even the drive was spectacular yeah. Yeah. it was just the most beautiful drive you know driving through that valley it's at it's at about 8000 9000 feet but drive through that valley with those paddy fields on either yeah. side and it was just it was also drive. the only place where i saw prashant start screaming like a madman and going mad because right. our driver took the car at night and got drunk and turned it upside <laughs> down and disappeared <laughs> Right. Yeah, <laughs> he just vanished. On us. And we woke up in the morning at five o'clock to leave with all our bags back. And yeah. they were like, "Driver, to I am. So, 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 this was just yesterday. We didn't go back. And then about seven hours later, we saw him hobbling back and saying, "Hey, what are you doing? You're not happy at night." So we stayed one extra day over there. I remember that. <laughs> and we had whiskey then. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good thing it happened at Uttarakhand. So uh, on that note can I please recommend everybody you must do a road trip to Uttarakhand I think it is the best road trip you can do in this country uh and also the next episode gentlemen if i have your permission we have some wonderful mails from Prabhjot Shogot Fahad Ashok Rita about their travels so let's read those out and you know why don't yeah. you just give your views on what they say All right so the next episode is dedicated to you hi everyone my podcast listeners all of you forming this wonderful community that is going to share its experiences and we shall discover all these places yet again when rocky mirror hit the road again with prashant behind the wheel cursing those in uniform for the nth time and you why are you leaving yourself out of it i'm seeing last couple of things you've completely left yourself and without me you're not going anywhere dude i'm going to lie down in front of it and say mere upar se niklegi gaddi मैंने अपना 
So uh, do keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Before we head out with our adios, can I request everybody for a food court? Can I go? Can I go? Please. Cold, fresh air, awesome drives, and a view of a mountain called Trishul are fabulous journeys across Uttarakhand. I will never bhool. Nice. You're back, Mayur. You're wow. back. He's back. Very good. Very good. When you drive out to Uttarakhand, at Kaat Kodam is the last stop for the rail. When you join me on our travels, we will find 103 ways to catch a chudail. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is my home, my retirement plan. It's where I'll go when I'm done. With homp and news laundry, this doesn't rhyme. I don't care. My home, my rules. <laughs> okay, this time Rocky gets it. Rocky gets the trophy. Yes, <laughs> Rocky Thank gets you, trophy. baby. Thank you. Here is the lemon tart from Dehradun in the honor of Uttarakhand. <laughs> well, I'm usually the one who gets it always, and none of you guys really quite get it. But listen, it's, it's fantastic. Thank you guys for writing in. We love your emails. We're going to dedicate a whole episode to it next week. I hope you've enjoyed walking around the hills of Uttarakhand with us. Remember, laugh, enjoy yourself, be nice, be good to people, smile a bit, laugh a bit. Life's too short, as you can tell now, especially COVID is reminding you. And all of you are invading my territories, which is everybody's talking about food, everybody's talking about birds, everybody's talking about philosophy. What's going to happen to me? Because I spent my whole life doing that, and now all of you are in my bandwagon. But anyway, welcome. Come on in. Talk to Uncle Rocky wherever you need some information about these things. <laughs> Also, I'd just like to remind you that whatever city, town you're in, uh, do get involved with the local community, whether it's an NGO, whether it's a neighborhood watch, a neighborhood community, or an organization, a volunteer organization, and try to ensure no one in our country should die because they didn't have enough to eat. And that really makes me sad. But there is some of that in life, and there is something to look forward to. So we look forward to your emails for the next episode. Write in at homp2020 at gmail.com. Comp2020 at gmail.com so that we can tell all the audience about your travel experience and we'll tell you whether we've been there or not. Say good night, guys. Good night. Adios, Bye-bye. Namaskar. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.